You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The lights are out. The game is over. But we're just getting started. He got it! It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on the Bay Area's sports station, 95.7, The Game. And it is Warriors Wrap-Up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. We welcome you into the Crown Royal Club inside Oracle Arena. It's John Dickinson with you after the Warriors pull off a 110-107 victory over the San Antonio Spurs. You can react to this ball game at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570 as the Warriors wind up outscoring the Spurs 32-20 in the fourth quarter. But really, it was the final 444 of this ballgame where the Warriors would rally. They were down eight. They outscore the Spurs 17-6 in the final 444 to win this game by three. And frankly, I think it's one of the most impressive wins of this season for the Warriors as they improve to 51 and 14 on the year heading to Portland and Minnesota when you consider the circumstances and what circumstances am I talking about well the obvious sub headline that was really about to be the main headline from this game was Stephen Curry tweaking his right ankle once again early in this one he plays just two minutes and 23 seconds before he was forced to leave the game uh, being fouled and and falling uh, under the basket and then running into the tunnel, clearly visibly frustrated and shaken and concerned about that ankle. The Warriors called a timeout at that point. Uh, Curry stayed on the bench. He shot the two free throws, which would allow him to return to the game later uh, should the Warriors allow it, the, the training staff and coaching staff allow it. And you heard from Steve Kerr on the network portion of the postgame show say that Curry was pressing to get back in there, as he always does, uh, in a situation that was similar to the game uh, against the Atlanta Hawks last Friday. So on a night where the Warriors were already shorthanded, playing without Andre Iguodala and David West and Jordan Bell and Patrick McCaw, they lose Stephen Curry 223 into this ball game and then jump out to a 28-21 lead at the end of the first quarter. But the second quarter was ugly. The third quarter, uh, at least the second half of the third quarter, was ugly. The Warriors allowed 37 points in that third quarter, and they found themselves in a position where it just looked like they weren't going to have enough in this ball game to rally for a victory. And it was a game that should the Warriors have lost it, had they lost it, we would be talking about, is it time to shut Stephen Curry down for you know a lengthy period of time, to give him a week off, to give him more than just, let's say, this weekend off? Is it time to potentially give up on the number one overall seed in the Western Conference uh, if the Warriors, say, take a loss in the ball game tonight and then maybe go up to Portland and, and take another loss in that game? Uh, but the Warriors are right there because they figured out a way to get this win and stay within a half game of the Houston Rockets in that Western Conference uh, playoff standing. 888-957-9570. It's 888-957-9570. I want to give you the very latest on what's going on with Stephen Curry as it was originally uh, noted by Steve Kerr in the postgame press conference, which you heard on the network portion, uh, that 
Curry would be traveling to Portland and Minnesota. There's been a change in plans. The Warriors are flying up to Portland uh, tonight uh, to play the Blazers tomorrow in Portland. Originally, Steve Kerr said that the plan was for Curry to be day-to-day and that he would make the trip but not play in the ballgame tomorrow. There's been a change in plans there as uh, Stephen Curry now will not travel with the team to Portland tonight, uh, which I would say puts in doubt more uh, that he would play in what is an afternoon game, a 12.30 p.m. local or 12.30 p.m. Pacific time start in Minnesota. Uh, So Curry's probably going to be out a couple of days, though officially day-to-day with what the Warriors again called a right ankle tweak. They didn't even use the term sprain when they uh, made the official announcement as to what uh, Curry's injury was. So that's the very latest on what's going on with Curry as it was announced uh, in the second quarter that he wouldn't return, uh, even though he lobbied, as Steve Kerr said, to uh, go back into the game. So uh, good news is this injury does appear to be relatively minor, although the bigger concern is the fact that anytime Stephen Curry continues to tweak his ankle, it reminds everybody of the early portion of his career where it seemed like he couldn't go more than two or three games without tweaking and retweaking and retweaking that ankle. This may just be something that Curry and the Warriors are going to have to deal with and be careful with between now and the end of this season, which the regular season ends in a month, and the Warriors are hoping that they're going to be playing, uh, obviously, a couple of months beyond that on into the NBA playoffs and deep into the NBA finals uh, as they attempt to win their third championship in the last four years and a championship uh, for a second consecutive season. So that's the latest on Stephen Curry. If you want to weigh in at 888-957-9570 on what you would do with Stephen Curry uh, for – The next couple of games, the next week, the Warriors have those two on the road at Portland and then at Minnesota. They're back home to take on the Lakers and the Sacramento Kings next week before going to Phoenix and San Antonio. And then they get a couple of days off uh, before the schedule gets really tight uh, down the stretch. It's every other day, I think, six games in ten nights between March 23rd and April 1st. So a lot of games there and on into the first week of April as things begin to wind down on the season. Uh, And clearly the Warriors, while it may not be the number one priority to get the number one overall seed in the Western Conference and in the NBA playoff picture, it's still right there for them, only sitting a half game back, and that's because they were able to get that win tonight. How did they get it done? A lot of heroes in this game tonight for the Golden State Warriors. And we could take your hero if you're driving home from the ball game at 888-957-9570. Kevin Durant, the headliner, however, in this one, as he scored 15 points in the final seven minutes. Draymond Green, he was riding right there with Kevin Durant, a triple-double as Draymond Green winds up being a plus 17, 11 points, 10 boards, 10 assists for Draymond Green. There isn't a more Draymond Green line than that right there. 11 points, 10 boards, 10 assists. He had a couple of steals. He had a couple of block shots. Kevin Durant's line went well beyond the 15 in the final seven minutes as well as Durant wound up with 37 points. Durant ended up with 11 boards, four assists, and he ended up with four block shots and a couple of just mammoth block shots uh, that were – <laughs> just uh, you know, momentum-changing plays 
uh, in this one. Clay Thompson uh, had a sore hip, according to Steve Kerr, but it was nothing serious. He continued to play, and I think Clay Thompson is one of the unsung heroes for the Warriors tonight. Five for 16 shooting, but a plus 19. His typically excellent defense and a grit and grind kind of a game for the Warriors allowed them to pull this one out over the San Antonio Spurs, 110 to 107, and rally in that final 444. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Let's get to the phone lines and hear from the fans, which is brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers. Keep it real. Make it Nation's. And on the phone lines, we get it started with Charlie. Charlie, you are on Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Charlie. Hey, how are you guys, How are you guys doing? Doing great. Um, I did, good. I just wanted the, 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 uh, the minute Curry tweaked his ankle again, I just I said to myself, let's shut it down. For this. Let's, let's, not, let's not go all out for the number one seed. The, the number one priority for this team now is being healthy. I don't think you should uh, take any chances now. Uh, he's too important. It's, it's, I, that's more or less all I have to say. The minute he tweaked his ankle, I said, let's, let's not go for the number one seed. Let's just rest. Get this team healthy. I think that's above and beyond more important than the number one seed at this point. All right, thank you. Charlie, we appreciate the phone call here. And Charlie's line open to 888 9570s. We hear from the fans here. Warriors wrap up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. I think a lot of Warriors fans would agree with Charlie that when you see Stephen Curry tweak that ankle, nothing else is important. You can win a game in Houston in a Western Conference final or two if you have to to win that series and get back to the NBA Finals. You, you, as long as you have Stephen Curry and as long as you have a healthy Stephen Curry. If you don't have a healthy Stephen Curry, then all bets are off. Though the Warriors are 11-4 in games without Stephen Curry this year, and you heard Steve Kerr mention the fact that they've played pretty well, they just have to go about it a different way. Move the basketball, more of a team-oriented offense, although there wasn't a whole heck of a lot of team-oriented offense in the fourth quarter of this game. We'll get to that momentarily, uh, but it's a lot of grit and grind and, and doing it in a more physical nature, and this game tonight, especially down the stretch, felt like a lot of those games in December that the Warriors were winning, in particular on the road uh, against uh, teams to, to, to hold hold their record up in, in the time uh, that Curry had to miss with the previous ankle tweak. All right, let's hear from Steve Kerr because that number one seed is all we're talking about. Uh, Steve Kerr referenced uh, and was asked about going for the number one seed and uh, how it pertains to Stephen Curry and his injury. I'm not thinking about the number one seed. I'm thinking about uh, our health, and we'll get Steph healthy. But we've proven we can we can win without him. We just we already did it at one point um, in the season. We'll have to keep doing it and uh, until he's back. But I'm very confident in this group, um, even with with some injuries. And there's Steve Kerr there, and Steve Kerr. That's our coach's interview brought to you by Walnut Creek Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, where saving is simple online at walnutcreekjeep.com. And you look at this game for the Warriors and you look at Stephen Curry and, and, and some of the injury history uh, for Curry and you go back to December 4th. He sprains it in New Orleans, misses 11 games. 
He comes back on December 30th right here at Oracle and tweaks his ankle uh, on January 10th after playing a handful of games. Uh, minor sprain, that was the one at shoot-around the day of the Clippers game when Klay Thompson was going to get the evening off. And the Warriors wound up losing that game because they played completely uh, without their starting backcourt. He was good to go for 19 games up until last Friday in Atlanta. The minor sprain uh, where he uh, locked feet with Zaza Pachulia. He tweaked the ankle there. He couldn't finish that game. The Warriors were being uh, cautious with him at that point. Warriors go on and win that game. They come back here. They beat Brooklyn. And so here we are again now just six nights later with the Warriors and the Spurs, and he tweaks it 223 into the game. So that's one, two, three. We're talking about four instances now here in just about three months where Stephen Curry has tweaked and then retweaked this right ankle to the point where he's had to miss some time. So it's clearly a concern. But then you run down the record for this Warriors team at 11-4 and four without him, and that doesn't include tonight, by the way, because tonight will go down as a game where they had Stephen Curry because he started the game and played 223, although I think you could make the case in the 110-107 victory that it probably should go uh, in the other category. 888-957-9570, 9570 It's Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security here on 95.7 The Game. Let's get to Gene in Oakland. Gene is here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, uh, okay, so the question is whether we should play Curry. You know, I'm just going to trust the organization that they're going to do the right thing. They're going to go through the protocols, get him to a point where he's moving freely in a game situation without pain uh, before they put him in there. Um, you know, and, and I, I truly believe uh, – Kerr, when he says the one the, the one seed is secondary, his health is primary. Uh, they'll they won't put him out there unless he's really ready to go, and and I I don't think we should worry about that. Yeah, so, and I think. I, go ahead, Gene. I also wanted to make a quick point, if I could, about about McGee, and you know I know you guys get tired of me <laughs> talking about McGee, but really I think it's about time we 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 say that that. JaVale McGee is a solid NBA center at this point. I mean, they're 11-0 and when he's in the lineup. They, You know, they have the best offensive and defensive efficiency when he's playing with the four All-Stars. He's earned the spot, and I know when they ask Kerr if he's the starter, he has to be diplomatic and say, no, you know, it's by committee. But but if you read between the, the, the lines, uh, he's, he's basically the starter unless he loses the job. That's all I got. Thanks, Gene. Yeah, I, I think Steve Kerr said as much, that he's going to be the starter until further notice. Matchups pending. I, you know, and JaVale McGee, if there's one thing that he's shown in his time with the Warriors, it's the fact that he can, he'll can he play great for stretches of games, and then he'll fall as Zaza Pachulia will, as Kevon Looney will, as Jordan Bell has. You can go in and out of the rotation. You can play well and then lose your spot for a while. And, and I don't think Steve Kerr's thinking about changing it when you look at the Warriors picking up a, another victory coming out of the All-Star break to improve to 7-0, and and those are all starts for JaVale McGee. So there isn't going to be a change made now, but that doesn't mean that there can't not be a change at some point between now and the end of the regular season or a change made in the postseason as the Warriors have done in playoffs past. 2015-2016, the Warriors 
made changes to the starting lineup in, in both of those playoff runs, one that ended in them winning a championship and one that ended with them about two minutes and a, and a basket away from going back-to-back. The Warriors, I mentioned, 7-0 and since the break, now 22-0 and all-time when Draymond Green records a triple-double as uh, he recorded a triple-double, mentioned his line 11, 10, and 12 or 11, 12, and 10 assists for Draymond Green at a plus 17, and just stellar defense, grit, and grind uh, in this game before the Warriors down the stretch. Kevin Durant, the 37 points. That's the most since the game the night before the All-Star break for KD as he has scored at least 37 points in three games this year. The Warriors, though, this is the first time they won when Kevin Durant went for 37-plus. Of course, they lost that game in Portland to the Blazers the night before the All-Star break and are now 1-2 and two, uh, in those games where Durant goes for 37-plus. The Warriors won for just the second time this season. When they trailed at the end of the third quarter, the Warriors were down by 9 going to the fourth quarter. It was 87-78 after 3. 2-6 and six in home games when they've trailed after three quarters. Uh, home games, 1-6 and six coming into tonight. Tonight was the second victory as they were down uh, 87-78. So now they rally and get a home win, uh, which has been lacking when the Warriors have been down. Not as much late-game magic inside Oracle Arena as we've all been used to from this team during their run of winning uh, multiple championships. The Warriors, a uh, slow start for them, 1-11 uh, of 11 in the first quarter. Uh, from three-point range, and the Warriors, though, outscore San Antonio 32-20 to in the fourth quarter, led by Kevin Durant, and that was really the story of this game. Uh, a lot of grit and grind from Draymond Green, a lot of Kevin Durant uh, and Draymond Green in the pick and roll, and, and Kevin Durant taking over this game uh, in the fourth quarter, and in particular in the final 444 where the Warriors would rally. They were down eight. And we're talking about unsung heroes in this one. Sean Livingston is one, uh, definitely off the bench for the Warriors tonight. I, I think Nick Young actually winds up being, and Steve Kerr singled him out. Nick Young wound up four for nine, hit a couple of threes, had 12 points. And, and at one point in this game, Nick Young was double digits negative in the plus-minus. Well, he was able to whittle that down by playing late in the game to where he wound up being only a negative two uh, for the ball game. And, and he was out there on the floor for the Warriors uh, down the stretch in this one. One other unsung hero tonight, it's got to be John Gruden. If you're in the arena, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, John Gruden was introduced, showed on the scoreboard during the timeout when it looked like this game was all but over uh, and the San Antonio Spurs had that eight-point lead. John Gruden shown on the scoreboard, gave everybody the let's go, the thumbs up, pumping up the crowd a little bit, and – the Warriors right then and there go on a run, which winds up proving to be the difference uh, in this game as the Warriors outscore San Antonio 32-20 in that fourth quarter to win it 110-107, to improve to 51-14 and on the season. And the Warriors uh, put themselves in a position where they keep pace with the Rockets heading to Portland as they are a half game back of the Houston Rockets for that number one overall seed in the Western Conference. All right, Warriors wrap-up. John Dickinson with you from the Crown Royal Club inside Oracle, presented by Arlo 
Smart Home Security. We'll come back. We'll be joined by Bonte Hill as he's up from the locker room as the Warriors win it. 110-107 on 95.7 The Game. Offensive rebound, Draymond. Back to KD for a triple. It's good. Durant off the Draymond screen. Durant pulls up over Aldridge. That jumper is good. KD with a 12-point quarter and a 32-point game. Ball knocked away. It's a steal. Draymond to Durant. Durant stops. Takes it to the front court. Had trouble. Almost a, a carry. Now crossover off a of Draymond pick. Top of the key. Jay on the way. And we are tied at 105. Listen to this crowd at Oracle. So myself happy to clip. We got some good shots. Uh, I got five on three-pointer. I think that's what got me going. I made those three free throws. And it felt good shooting the mid-range as always. Um, I just try to, try to press go and shoot every time. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Warriors Wrap-Up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. John Dickinson coming to you from the Crown Royal Club inside Oracle Arena and empty the clip Kevin Durant did. 14 for 26, 4 of 7 from 3, and he had 15 uh, in the final seven minutes as the Warriors rally for the 110-107 to victory over the San Antonio Spurs. They were down 8 uh, with 4.44 to go, but they get it done in large part thanks to Kevin Durant. Let's uh, update everybody on what's going on once and for all with Stephen Curry. The right ankle tweak in the first two-plus minutes of the game as Curry goes 223. There's been conflicting announcements and reports all throughout this post-game show, uh, and it started with Steve Kerr, who actually originally said uh, that Curry was going to go to Portland with the team tonight, although he wasn't going to play. That became... He is not going to Portland, still might fly to Minnesota uh, for the game at 12.30 p.m. on Sunday afternoon. Uh, now, though, the absolute latest, and I think the final note that we will hear about this tonight, is Curry will not be going to Portland or Minnesota, uh, and he will be sitting out the entire two-game trip, which is really a no-brainer uh, to, to recover and make sure that that ankle's good to go. The Warriors are going to be off Monday. They have a practice day scheduled for Tuesday. The Lakers are in here on Wednesday. That's the next home game. It's the Lakers Wednesday, Sacramento Friday, and then they go back to Phoenix and San Antonio Saturday, Monday to wrap around the next weekend. So common sense prevails for the Warriors, and they're just going to have Stephen Curry take the weekend off and try and get a couple of wins against a couple of teams that are uh, in the playoff race as well. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Dre is up next here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, J.D., thanks for taking my call. What's happening? It was a great game. Oh, hey, it was a great game. It was exciting. Um, Durant, that final stretch, he couldn't miss. He caught fire, which was great. Draymond's D was excellent, but there's one thing that concerns me. He got a triple-double. His last rebound was an attempted alley-oop to Livingston, and he got his own rebound, and he put it back when we took the 107-105 lead. He's getting a little bit too crazy with them alley-oops. I mean, Livingston don't have the legs he once did. That was luck right there. What do you think, J.D.? (laughs) Well, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good, and in that situation – and Draymond Green is plenty good, so if he gets a little bit of luck go his way, and thanks for the phone call, Trey, uh, we appreciate it. If he gets a little bit of luck that goes his way once in a while, I think he's more than earned that luck uh, for the uh, 
way that he plays, the hard-nosed manner of basketball, which I think really helped will the Warriors to this victory without Stephen Curry and without basically four rotation players when you start to look at, at Iguodala and West being out and Jordan Bell and Patrick McCaw. Uh, being out as well. All right, we're joined by Bonte Hill as he comes up from the press conference and the locker room. Uh, and, yeah, a lot going on in the post game, right. Bonte. A lot of conflicting reports. And, and I know you were down there when Steve said uh, that the plan was to have Curry go to Portland, and that got changed around a little bit. But uh, give us a couple of the headlines right. uh, from, from downstairs. First and foremost, I'm getting old here. I'm trying to catch my breath from walking up all these stairs here at Oracle <laughs> Arena from the post-game locker room to this booth here at the Crown Royal Club. Uh, the vibe afterwards was – you know, they were a bit upbeat because Steph Curry was outside the locker room kind of applauding his teammates when they got back in from rallying against the San Antonio Spurs in a really gritty win. This was one of their best wins of the season, in my opinion here. Noah Godala, as you know, Jordan Bell, Patrick McCall, David West, and they, they grinded that one out and found it. Of course, Kevin Durant carried the load there in the fourth quarter with 15, 15 points in the final seven minutes. But, you know, when Steve Kerr came out, he said, hey, he's going to travel with us to Portland and Minnesota. I think everybody in the media sat there and said, really? Really? But there was no walking boot. But as you mentioned, J.D., common sense prevails. He's not going to travel to Portland. He's not probably probably not going to travel to Minnesota. He's going to just chill in his nice home in Alamo, California. Don't go out to Alamo, folks. Don't stalk Steph Curry. But he'll be resting. And really, do you need to play him over the next week? Because, again, Draymond Green, he was pressed on uh, whether or not the Warriors were gunning for the number one seed. And he said, look, this, it's kind of been on the back burner all season. We just want to go out and win. But we've won playoff games before on the road. Remember the first title run? They were down 2-1 to Memphis. They had to win game four in the grindhouse. They had to, uh, game four against Cleveland in the NBA Finals. Yeah. Their they, first title, they were down 2-1. And they wound up closing those closing series out those on series the road. On the road, exactly. So they've won road games before. And on the way to Oracle Arena, you know, all this talk, J.D., about number one seed this, number one seed that. I remember the first three-peat of the Chicago Bulls. Their third title, the, the first run of the three-peat. They played Phoenix in the NBA Finals. Didn't have home court advantage. Won the first two games at Phoenix. Closed them out at Phoenix. Heck, the New York Knicks had home court advantage in the Eastern Conference Finals. Won the first two games. Jordan and company rallied and won four straight. Almost, that's why I'm, every day I'm kind of teasing Greg Papa uh, on this from 12 to 3 in the afternoon delight uh, about the Warriors starting the Western Conference Finals on the road. It's almost like a new challenge. Jordan, in its second run, the three-peat, they started at Utah. Utah Jazz had home court advantage. It's not ideal no. because Houston's playing well, but this team is capable of going on the road and winning games, and people forget that. And that's what Draymond Green especially trying to say. It's like, guys, we have to win road games anyway. Whether we start a series on the road or not, we have to win road games. So they're not worried about the number one seed. I think they're relieved at Curry's ankle. There's no big-time damage to it, no walking boot. Had a slight limp there, but really you don't need to press them. I, I go back to, and, and the examples, you, you laid out a, a bunch of terrific examples. I always go back to, to one that was kind of in between some of the ones you mentioned, and it was the Houston Rockets. It was right. the Rudy Tomjanovich, mm-hmm. never underestimate <laughs> the heart of a champion. They, they won a championship, and right. I think once you win a championship. Every series on a road, Gene, yeah, they're a six seed. Once you win a championship, the possibilities are endless for what you can do. And the Rockets in the second, you know, trying to go back-to-back, right. they won in 94, trying to go back-to-back in 95. They won from being down. They won game five on the road of the first <laughs> right. round. It was yep. the best of five. 
They were down in the second round, 3-1, three, three, one, one, won yeah. two games on the road. They, they wound up winning the first two games of the conference finals yep. uh, and the NBA finals right. on the road in 95. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, the Lakers in the 2000s, they won two games in Sacramento, yep. the one year that Sacramento had the number one overall seed. And, and it was that was a big deal for Sacramento at the time, much like it feels like a big deal for the Rockets right. at the time because yep. the Lakers were the team – that was, you know, the Kings were trying to knock off, and the Rockets are the team that the Warriors are trying to knock off, a team that's got multiple championships in their in their back pocket already. But the reality is, once you're that team that's won it, all the pressure's on the other team. Right. It, you know, all the pressure's on the Rockets if you have the home court advantage and you're playing the first two games down in Houston to the point where, and, I, and I've said this, and we've talked about it, it wouldn't surprise me if the Warriors didn't have home court advantage and went in and won the first two I, in Houston, came back here for a lit Oracle and swept, and swept the series. The Rockets, absolutely, because that pressure on Chris Paul and James Harden. Chris Paul will be thinking, it my championship when it mounts with every single game. And I almost won this. I, I, the sick person that I am, <laughs> JD, I want to see that happen. The Warriors go down there and quiet the crowd, and then that game two, the Toyota Center would be so shook. They'd be so rattled with the Golden State Warriors down one. No, I, I almost want to see that here because you're right. The, the house money, the Warriors, look, Draymond Green said it tonight. We've been there before. We know what it takes to win a championship. We know Houston. They don't know what it takes to win a championship. Not this current group of Rockets. Chris Paul's never been out of the second round, never been to the conference finals. That's a new level of pressure. Mike D'Antoni, been close but can't get it done here. And their offense, so you look at the way the Houston Rockets pass the ball, they're 23rd in the league in team assists. That isolation ball, it, it slows down in the playoffs. And we saw San Antonio without Kawhi Leonard close them out last year in Houston. So uh, the, they, the Warriors are looking for a new challenge. But tonight, J.D., a really, really gritty win by this team. Absolutely. Warriors win at 110-107. It's Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. John Dickinson, Bonte Hill, and the Crown Royal Club inside Oracle Arena. We'll come back and we'll wrap it up here on 95.7 The Game. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Space Jam. Here's your chance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. Here comes Kevin Durant crossing the timeline. Durant, pass over to Draymond. Draymond down the lane. Lob to McGee, who hammers it home. And tied at nine. The Warrior block in the corner. The Caspi, he'll drive all the way. And does it with the right hand. Aubrey Caspi. 28 to 19. One big step to the right. Catches far side on a pass over the top of everyone. Behind the back of McGee, who hammered it down over Burton. JaVale McGee with the slam. You're listening to Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security from the Crown Royal Club inside Oracle Arena. It's John Dickinson, Bonte Hill. Warriors win it 110-107 as they outscore San Antonio 32-20 in the fourth quarter and 17-6 in the final 444, led by Kevin Durant's 37. And it was KD against everybody tonight. Him and Draymond Green, a lot of pick and roll, a lot of isolations for Kevin Durant down the stretch. And sometimes you got to go to the 
megastars to get right. the job done, and the Warriors did it with Durant and just a whole heck of a lot of really strong defense and hustle and aggressiveness uh, at the end of that game. The Warriors showed that they still have that in the bag when they need to get to it, and they needed to get to it tonight. No, they absolutely did. By the way, we're in a Crown Royal club with no Crown Royal. Well, that doesn't make any sense here. We have empty Pepsi cups over here, uh, J.D., so I could use a nice little shot of some Crown. Who says this is had... empty? Oh, never mind then. Never mind then. Uh, KD, I mean, that was breathtaking stuff there in the fourth quarter. And I think, you know, we talked about the other night where Warrior fans booed them at the end of the second quarter. Now some people say, oh, they were booing the rest. No, 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 no. They were booing the players, which is asinine if you ask me. This team, what this team has done, accomplished under Steve Kerr here. But tonight – what Kevin Durant did offensively in that fourth quarter was just absolutely special. And you can't take it for granted. Look, the Spurs made them work. They made them work for them shots. And Kerr basically said, hey, look, this is your game, KD. Bring us home. Down eight, 444. I don't care who San Antonio has out there. Greg Popovich is over there coaching. They're disciplined. They're well organized. They're fundamentally sound, J.D. And for Kevin Durant to take the game over like that, it was just breathtaking like Steve Kerr said. And then Draymond Green. The heart and soul of the Golden State Warriors. He just finds a way to get it done, whether shots falling or whether shots not falling. He's playing defense, switching on to LaMarcus Aldridge there in the fourth quarter. And like you mentioned in our Facebook Live, J.D., Clay Thompson never gets any credit. Kind of the unsung hero here. Just flies around, does his job, never complains, plays defense. I mean, they carried the Warriors tonight. And he only he only gets the credit when he hits the shots. Right. He only gets the credit on yep. the nights where he's 10 for 15, and he hits five or six threes, mm-hmm. and he scores 28 points, and he does it in that efficient manner. But Klay Thompson has a ton of games like tonight where he doesn't shoot it well, but he's right in the middle of being one of the most productive players on the team. He was five for 16. He was a team high, a game high, plus 19. That's almost become playoff Clay Thompson. At least it did last year in the playoffs because the Warriors were so dependent on Curry and Durant being dominant that Draymond Green and Clay Thompson in the playoffs, they just kind of naturally took a little bit of a step back. They would, they would, Pick their spots. Draymond would have great all-around offensive games here and there. Clay would still have hot shooting games, but not quite as many. But they didn't need it because they had the megastars playing at a supremely right. high level. And then you just got Clay doing the little thing. He, he almost can switch himself into being a role player. Right. As, as, and I don't <laughs> mean that to sound player, insulting, right? but because he's an all-star and he's one of the best shooters in the, in the NBA. But he just – fits and I think that's what makes Draymond and Clay work so well with this team they're all stars they can beat you on their own on a lot of nights but they also can kind of fall in line on nights where Durant has to be like he was tonight with 37 points or Curry and Durant have to be going for 30 35 plus like we saw in the finals and and we saw last postseason a lot more one three pick and rolls between Steph Curry and Kevin Durant the money play it's an automatic play a pick and roll with Steph Curry and Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson really didn't have the shooting that we're he didn't shoot the ball the way we're accustomed to seeing him shoot the ball most of the playoffs but look at you talk about him just playing his role well look what he had to do in the playoffs he had to guard Damian Lillard 
He had to guard C.J. McCollum. He had to guard Patty Mills in the second round, whoever it was, Gordon Hayward, whoever it was in the finals, Kyrie Irving. Klay Thompson chases around the top opposing wing player, the top opposing point guard, and he's going to have to do the same this season. Down there in Houston, we keep talking about them. San Antonio has some pieces here. Oklahoma City, if they run into them in the playoffs, uh, he's going to have to guard Russell Westbrook. Klay Thompson does a great job at doing that. But just real quickly before we wrap this up, J.D., JaVale McGee, they're undefeated since he's been starting uh, since the All-Star break, 7-0 and here. And he's bringing energy. You see the passion he's bringing. He's being demonstrative on the court. Block shots here, four block shots, some nasty alley-oops. And he's playing his role. He even had a podium game today. Raven right. Ritter sipped him to the podium. No doubt. But, but JaVale McGee, you give him credit because there was all this trade talk. Remember Milwaukee was interested in JaVale sure. McGee? I didn't think he was going to end up on this roster. It looked the like they didn't have a spot for him. Didn't have a spot for him. And he stayed locked in. He stayed focused. And now he's paying dividends for this team. He played huge tonight. Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. Let's get to our play of the game. KD drives around Anderson, throws to Draymond. Lob for Livingston. Bad pass. Draymond got it back and scored high off the glass. A triple-double for Draymond, his first since January the 4th. And the Warriors lead 107-105. to What a play by Draymond Green. And that's your play of the game, brought to you by American Express, proud partners of the Golden State Warriors. Warriors win it 110-107, and now it's on to Portland. Bonte, the Warriors will be in Portland tomorrow. No Stephen Curry for that one. They'll head to Minnesota, and that's an afternoon game. It'll be 2.30 Minnesota time, 12.30 nationally televised ABC Sunday afternoon game for the Warriors on Sunday in Minneapolis couple of teams in the playoff race, and the Warriors are going to have to continue to work without Stephen Curry now for this weekend. Yeah, tomorrow, Dame Dalla, Dame Time, Damian Lillard, Oakland's own. He's on some type of run, J.D. He dropped 37 the other night on the Knicks, 8 of 11 from a three-point line. We saw what he did against the Lakers, took over in the fourth quarter, hit one from the Lakers logo there in that fourth quarter. He is on a roll basically inserted himself into the MVP conversation. Obviously, James Harden is a leader in the clubhouse. Anthony Davis is right there. That's going to be a tough task tomorrow in the Moto Center. They're going to be rocking tomorrow, ready for the Golden State Warriors. That would be a tough test for a young Quinn Cook. Sean Levinson had to play big, and you mentioned Minnesota. Minnesota needs a game. They're in the midst of a treacherous stretch here where they're playing nothing but playoff teams. You look at the schedules out west, Minnesota, San Antonio, Oklahoma City, who's going to fall out? Minnesota needs that game, especially if Steph Curry doesn't play. Yeah, Portland right now third in the west. Damian Lillard just he's lighting the world on fire. 11 35-plus <laughs> point performances for Damian Lillard. He's already tied the most uh, in his career of uh, 35-plus. And you look at they've got 17 games to go. And they're right in that mix of teams that could be three, four, five, six, maybe even all the way down to eight or not right. in the playoffs. And then Minnesota has dipped to sixth. So right now it would be Portland and Minnesota on the Warriors into the bracket. <laughs> Portland's a three, right. Minnesota's the six. That could all change by Sunday afternoon, but that's, uh, that, that's what we're looking at. It's going to be a fun weekend without Curry now. These games – 
These games are important games, oh, and they're yeah. not locks. Uh, they're not locks at all, man. This is so much fun. The Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. This is what we want as NBA fans. Since the All-Star break, J.D., these guys have been playing at a high level. All these playoff teams here, Minnesota, Portland, New Orleans. We thought New Orleans was going to jump off the map. Remember we talked a few weeks ago? Yeah. We thought the Pelicans were done. Cousins, Give Alvin sure. Gentry credit, Anthony Davis carrying them, Drew Holiday. This is a fun time of basketball, J.D. I'm, I'm jacked up. Going to be a great weekend. I'll be back tomorrow with Damon Bruce and Kerry Keating on Warriors warm-up, and I'll have Warriors wrap-up for you as well. That's going to do it for us as the Warriors get it done. I want to thank Lucas Alexander and Alex Scott and Tommy Call and Austin Najat, Tim Jordan. He set us up out here at the Crown Royal Club as well. Warriors win it, 110-107. You heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. And, yes, Davis Bertans is going to be on YouTube. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.